Welcome back to the DS Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And today we're covering Demon Slayer. We got Season 1, Episode 20, Pretend Family. What did you think about this one? Well, I thought, let me get to the right note, because I've got so many notes here, I'm on the wrong episode. Pretend Family, loved this episode, knocked my socks off. Really? Yeah, I was a fool once again. Go back, listen to my closing comments from last episode. <laughs> a lot of that is null and void after this episode. Um, but I enjoyed all of it. Now it's tough because I know what's to come in these. So when I yeah. hear you say stuff like that, it's hard for me not to make any facial expressions mm-hmm. or to just be like, no, you're wrong. You did good because I thought you were just, um, which I mean, you had some sleepy energy last episode. Even someone wrote in about okay. it. Okay. But... uh Hot beds. Yeah, hot beds. Uh, thanks for the email. You can email us at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Now, but I, for, or I say sorry a little bit, just a little bit though, because there still was some sleepy energy. But now that I go back and I see this episode, I'm like, okay, he was just doing the can't say anything face. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Um, I thought you just weren't responsive to any of my you, concerns, you have- comments, and queries now the thing is watching this episode i did forget a lot of it so mm-hmm. there's i mean i knew like w- he wasn't dead but yeah we're gonna run into something here where i do have to question you and be like okay did you forget about that or okay were you acting okay i, I would love to hear it because there was some parts where i was like holy shit i don't remember that at all especially with uh the little snitch we have over here lady oh snitch my God, don't yeah. even get me started on yeah. her all right, so let's just get right into it. We've got the aftermath of this fight, and Tanji is completely exhausted. This guy's crawling on the ground. He can't even he can't even stand. I'm exhausted just watching him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just keeps thinking back to his father. He's like, I can't believe I won. It's all thanks to my daddy that I haven't talked about until last episode. It was all through the power of dance. Yeah. I was able to... He's reaching for Nezuko, who is just, she's absolutely, she's shredded too. She's just laying there, not moving. And we then see that this guy used the cheapest damn trick in the book. Self-decapitation. Self-decapitation. What a reveal of the spider web just slowly dangling down into the frame. I was like, oh. Right away, I was like, I'm a fool. But then also, I mean, Tanji's he's struggling here. He's talking about a second win. He he needs to get a second win at this he needs a fourth wind at this point. Yeah. Think about how many wins he's already been through. Yeah, and I what I like about this is that you talked about it earlier. You said it a couple episodes ago. If this guy really is a lower five moon or whatever, there's no way Tanji should be able to beat him. Yeah. And even with the power of uh, siblingship and a true family, he still wasn't able to, which I liked about it. I know, and that's why I was. I was like, okay, it wasn't as easy. Yeah. Not that what they did was easy because it took him and Nezuko coming together, but it was still just two of them against a lower five. There's only 12, hence 12 moons. And to see that this guy was one step ahead. And even... Like he had legit panic on his face, but was still able to like easily get well, out of it. Because he was never really going all out. Like he would always like one up himself because right. of this whole weird 
family thing he had. He never once was just like, okay, I'm going to end him. Well, and then right Tanji away. amped up so quickly out of nowhere. His, yeah. his ride that it didn't give him time to be like, okay, now I'm going to start trying harder. He was immediately yeah. put on the defense and he still handled it. Okay. So your, your take on this though, is that you do like, you didn't think this was a cheap trick. Him, I didn't think it was a cheap dead. trick okay. because we've already saw they did a good job establishing the head decapitation of the sister, which I knew, like, because the body came and picked it up. I was like, all right, that's just something these demons can do. Um, and, I mean, we know demons don't die unless they are beheaded from a nigiri sword. That's right, yeah. yeah. Nigiri? Nigiri, I believe. Or, oh, nigiri? Or they're... I might have been doing a hurry to Saguri bit. It might not be a Nichiren. It's a Nichiren it sword. It isn't, yep. Everyone calm down. It's a Nichiren sword. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, they can cut their head off all day. Yeah. Or, or just expose to the sunlight. Those are the only two ways. Or maybe Muzan can just decide, hey, you're not alive anymore. Right. Yeah, I think demons have additional ways that they can kill each other, yeah. it seems like. So this guy's angry now, though. He's very angry. Um, he's so angry that he starts to use the murderous eye basket technique. Okay. And what what does that say to you? Murderous eye. So it weaves, his web weaves a weave that reminds me of a basket. Okay. What does, and it's murderous. So, so far, like murderous basket, I get. Why is it an eye? You know what a murderous eye reminds me of? Hmm. What is watching us right now? That's, that's the feeling I'm getting. Yeah. Now, this might not be going up, so that might be a deep cut for people. But it is. Yeah, it's a deep cut. We're always being watched. Spoilers. Is what Chad is saying. Spoilers. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they, some of these names that they have for these techniques is just pretty funny to me. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it, though. It looked cool. It did look cool. I mean, it always looks cool. I just love anytime his web is just blood red. Yep. And then right when Tanji's about to get absolutely just spliced into a thousand pieces, we get the coolest fucking cat himself coming out of nowhere, slicing up these strings and saying, leave the rest to me. So I have an announcement. At this point, I will just accept this breathing bullshit. Wait, what, um, did something happen? Yeah, a few things happened. Uh, and what happened was Tanji talked about it, I think, nine times while he was crawling away about his breath. Okay. And because I really didn't like it because I didn't feel as if they were as focused on the breathing stuff early on in the series. And then these past few episodes, or like once they started healing their uh, rib cage with breathing, I was like, what? I They mentioned Ronnie. it. When he was going through his training and stuff, but I thought it was more about just mastering the techniques. You're missing you're missing the point though. He's not it's not that he's necessarily healing his ribs. Well he is. He's slowing down the process of them being fully injured and he's like able to deal with them. So healing? <laughs> no, he's not healing. He's not technically healing them. He's just I mean, once you break a rib, it doesn't keep on breaking. It's broken. And yeah, yeah, but you can. It. He's breathing by. Not only that, but he's like taking away the pain. You can still have a broken arm and not really feel it as much, and it's still broken. It's not like you're healing. All I'm saying is they were at that little wisteria house for like a week, 
and they just healed up like no problem. Now, I will say about cracked ribs, though, you can, even humans that don't use breathing techniques can heal cracked ribs pretty pretty quickly. Well, I don't know about a week. He had like five cracked ribs. Yeah. So. I do know it's not that long of a process, so. And why, are you, fight- and about why are you fighting me on this? Because I told you I'm done with it. Like, it, okay. clearly it's going to be a thing. I think it's a quality life lesson to learn because sometimes you do. You just need to slow down and breathe, you know? Yeah. So I'm fine with that being the thing. It's clearly the direction they want to go. I'm going to stop talking about it as much. It is a realistic Wait. way for them to do good moves and be stronger in this series. But if that motherfucker Zenitsu ever does some bullshit like extract poison from his veins by breathing he slowed it down that'll be the day okay that'll he be the day all down. i'm saying is if he practices breath so much that one day he extracts poison from his veins that'll be the day i will say this too though that he used the breathing technique to pull out the hinukami move so i don't know if you hated that as well his father's move he literally just used a type of breathing so well yeah, I mean, I am a little bit mad of that now that you say that because, like, the Hinokami seemed to be very focused on dance moves. Tanji never did a dance. It was like he just thought of the dance and then breathed, and then all of a sudden he unleashed the power of the Hinokami. But what I like about that, though, is that seems more of like a bloodline thing. Like, he's like able. His, his father did the dance, so he doesn't have to? Well, no, because him, him slaying something is not technically a dance. Like, I don't know if, like,. If you're saying the water stuff is real, maybe mm-hmm. he, like Giyu, uses water. Maybe Giyu can't use fire like Tanji did because he doesn't have that bloodline. Right. So maybe that's not really just a dance that forms fire. So what was the point? of? The, I mean, the point of the dance, they said they did it every year to like blah, 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 blah sacrifice to the god. Yeah, and maybe that bloodline is the only one that... So that's what I'm saying. His father danced and got Tanji's... Um, you know, he's, it's like, it's basically like a USAA banking account. You know, my grandfathers, (laughs) they fought in the wars. They were U.S. troops. And just because I'm family, now I get good, you know, rates on car insurance. Yeah. I didn't do anything except just be here. But since they went and, you know, sacrificed their lives, look at me now. But Ronnie, that's good enough. All you need to do is apparently just exist. so. But that's how USAA sees it, yeah. and I agree. And apparently, that's how the Hinokami God sees it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, Gyu's here, man. He's how cool here. of a fucking entrance was this? Awesome entrance, and this was the second time during the episode that I was like, "Oh, Ronnie, you fool!" Because I, I said I was like, "What? Like, why is Gyu here? He, he didn't really do anything. He saved Inosuke, but..." Well, here he is. <laughs> and I couldn't spoil that either. My face was calm. Giyu then pulls out 11th form, dead calm. And Tanji was just as surprised as I was that there's more than 10 freaking forms. Did, did they say at one point that there were 10 forms? Tanji said that. Okay. So it was yeah. said in the Because in my mind, yeah. there were always 10 forms. So when he did an 11th form, I was and Tanji freaked out about it, I was like... 
Okay, was I just making in my head that there were ten forms, or was it established that there were ten? Now, and it makes sense, too, though, because Giyu is an, an, a Hashira, so he's yeah. got all the, the moves in the book. Um, well, he gets a new book. Yeah, I guess, dude, that may be what it is. Because that's yeah. the thing. Tanji's got a book, but there's only ten techniques. When you become a Hashira, they actually say, they're like, all right, here's a second book. And this one's called Dead Calm. And I was not dead calm during this, because this was so fucking cool was out of my chair yeah it's like a um it's he, just one of those peaceful you know like those like the glass sea or whatever you yes. ever see pictures of that he was in the glass but before he did it though there was uh ryu sends all the threads at him and he slashes every thread without even moving his sword it's so quick oh well, we saw how quick there. this yeah. guy is from episode one when he was moving without moving he it's like just, SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon when, uh, you know, SpongeBob and his friends have to get superpowers to help out Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, and SpongeBob's quick and he's like, "You want to see me run to that rock?" And then he goes, "You want to see me do, see it, me again? do it again?" And he never moved. <laughs> yeah, what a classic! <sighs> he then just walks up to Ryu and just slices his head off like it's nothing. Okay, but now, <laughs> awesome, very awesome, Ryu made killing spider brother as easy as i take down a box of donuts so i'm not sure what to think of that because now it's just what i was thinking about hanji and nezuko last episode i'm now thinking about giyu yes that is the question now how fucking strong is this guy if he's this strong why isn't he just going and taking them all out yeah or because uh, the... guess what 11 left now yeah <laughs> Or is the difference between the top ones to the bottom ones like super significant? I mean, there right? Could be and that I too. yeah, I can't, I'm sure that Muzan, I mean, is way leagues above this guy, but still, Giyu basically did the equivalent of me sitting in bed, eating a dozen donuts, and then being like, "All right, Here's just, my have, just have to do that eleven more times." Okay. I guess I'll go for one more of the baker's dozen. He's like, I could probably do another one today, you know. So I spread that across a couple weeks. We're going to start knocking this out pretty quickly. We then go back to the demon sister who is still running. I forgot that she was in the show. From the, These last two episodes have been so hyped that I just forgot that she was still just running away. Where is she? She's just, he's she's just trying to clear out the forest more, yeah. right? Yeah, kill he just said, go people. kill, go kill people. And, uh, we then transition to her while she's running to her backstory of where she was also running. She was a low-level demon. Guess she had just been turned into one, and she was running away from what looked to be like rooks. Demon Slayer rooks from back in the day. Right. I don't know how long ago this was. This could be 10 years ago. It could be a year ago. Yeah. I get, Well, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter We've how long it is. We've never seen them before, right? Or was one of them one of those gents that we saw in the woods earlier? No, I don't. We've never seen them. Okay. And demons. Well, live, duh, yeah, because yeah. fucking demons live forever. So I guess too. They got slished. Like it never really. It never says how long Ryu has been a demon. Has it? No. He could be a demon for a hundred years for all we know. Um, but yeah, she's running away from him, and this is an interesting thing though, because she's not. She's one of those demons that doesn't really care about eating them or like being angry. Does she say that? No, she's just running and like it seems like she's so innocent. Yeah. It's just a weird. I guess I just took it as like you said, she's still just very new to this and she's severely outnumbered. 
It could, yeah, I guess it could be that. Um, but yeah, she ends up running upon Rui, who says, would you like me to save you? Because you will be a part of my family if I save you. I mean, so far, it sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, so I would take this deal, too. And that's when he slices, he cubes them all up, just completely quickly. obliterates them. Very quickly. Yeah. So the difference between a Rook Demon Slayer and Giyu is just astronomical. I mean... No, I agree. And it's also... I feel like we're lucky that he didn't decide to do this when he first ran across Tanji. But I think he get, he got cocky over time, so he doesn't always yeah. just do if, this. If Tanji did not have his sister and, and didn't say anything about a bond, I think he would have done this to him from yeah. the very beginning. So he brings her into his family where he already had the fucking weird Cyclops father. I still don't know what's up with this guy. It's so weird him just sitting there. He's a staple, right? He's been yeah. there for a while. Yeah, that guy's been a demon for as long as Moose on. You think he... Well, yeah. It's like maybe he had just a bunch of chicks, and then eventually he was like, all right, I need at least like one dude here with yeah. with us. If he's a dude, I don't... And then there's the one Sid's toy that's just... He's the only one that has a head, and then just the rest <laughs> of the body's a spider. Yeah, like did he... We, we see how he, like, can change the looks of these people. Did he purposefully just be like, hey, do you want to be Sid's toy from Toy Story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, I actually love that film. <laughs> he said, that was actually my favorite film growing up. But, yeah, it's interesting. We see that he's already forced, like, several people to be his siblings slash parents. And I don't know if it's the same situation as what this girl demon went through or if some of them were already strong and he's just like, hey want to do this and they're like sure so if you could force a person into a role in your life what would you choose and don't say girlfriend i mean how did you know um wife (laughs) (laughs) okay touche no uh if i can't do that then definitely son a son yep okay so i was uh taking these notes early in the morning my brain was churning or late at night, maybe. So I was in the deep, deep at thought. I decided I would go with like a really cool aunt, cool aunt. Okay. Because um, I don't have one as of right now, and I started building her backstory. So it's she basically she was married once, but it didn't work out. She never had any kids, and the whole family. It was kind of like she's still friends with her divorcee, divorcee. Is a divorcee a man, or is it? He's a yeah, divorcee is a man, divorcee is a woman. Is that right? Yep. Because I, I was going to say that, but then fiancé goes for both, right? It does. I mean, and the, the English little, language. Yeah. Fiancé is a little female-ish, isn't it? It is. I would hate to be called that. Right. You just want to go straight to the... Yeah. And so anyways, like, they're still on speaking terms, but... And because of that, the whole family, there's murmurs, because she hasn't been married for a while, that she might be gay, and is just nervous to come out. Yep. But when it's just you and her out shopping for an outdoor couch for your parents' back patio, um, it was a Christmas gift I, idea that I had. I brought it up to her because I wasn't good with furniture shop, furniture shopping, but she's got a passion for interior design, or in this case, exterior design because of back patio. So then this is like, this is taking off the gay vibes, her doing well, that. So she did that, and it's like as you're talking with you, as you really spend a day, because usually you just see her at like family functions. Yeah. So, I mean, I love my aunt, but, you know, but now it's just me and her. 
And you start to realize that she's just, you know, very at peace with her lot in life and she's very content. And then you're like, well, maybe she's just one of those people that just doesn't need a man or, you know, what the family's case was thinking, a woman. Okay. I like that. And I actually, I I liked what you said about that because I have a few cool aunts. You do. Yeah, you do have a few cool aunts. Maybe I was thinking about you and I was jealous. Yeah, I've got a few of them. And two of them, I'm sorry, three of them have been divorced. All three? That was loud. Sorry, guys. Is that your aunt? That was my aunt. She just said, did you just say I was divorced? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> looking around. Um, yeah, three of them have been divorced. So well, how that- about, uh, here's a few other things. She obviously, um, she's got two dogs. Any of your aunts have two dogs? Oh, okay. So my aunt did have two dogs and several cats. Most of them are dead. So Okay. They, did, they passed away. She still has two cats. So. All right. Um, but yeah, one, she, one of them is kind of on the spectrum of what you described. She hasn't been back together with you know anybody in a long time, and she's semi-friends with her ex-husband. Are there any murmurs around the family? No murmurs because she we have seen her you know with other people. Okay. But... Yeah, there's in mine. There's murmurs, but okay. Um, and then two of the other ones are remarried. And it's not shit. Let me also say, you know, to my fake aunt's defense, they're not like harsh murmurs. Like we're just like, yeah, like oh, I wish if she was, she would just say. So you know, like we'd accept her no matter what. It's kind of like the whole oh, you know, Chaz and Ronnie, they haven't had a girlfriend in yeah. a long time. Are they gay? Yeah. Like, it's just like no. we sit at home when we're not having get-togethers, and we're like, oh, she's just in that big house all alone with the two dogs. I just wish she had someone. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. <laughs> and uh, the stat of 50% of people uh, end up getting divorced mm-hmm. from, like, 1970 on. Right. It's a true stat. I've got, in my family, it is close to that percentage. How about that? So I'm a self-sample. That's why I don't get married, folks. There's a coin flip on whether I'll be together with that woman or not. So everyone, just keep my... Fake aunt and your thoughts and uh, prayers if you so choose to pray. We then get uh, we then get Ryu. He he starts drawing blood from this lady, and he gets her to drink it. Like we see that this is how he makes them stronger. So I guess they all were weak at one point. And at this point, I still don't feel like she was too freaked out. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but I I guess Muzan since he's helped out Ryu. To be fair, like he, it wasn't, it still wasn't like over the top. Malicious. The amount of blood that he put in there, even I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll fucking, I'll knock that back. He's not going to taste it. He's helping her get stronger, so it doesn't seem that malicious yet. Um, she drinks it, and then her face starts to rip apart. Okay. Um, this is when things start to change a little bit. Yeah, things start taking a turn. And then it, the face, does it change the way that he pleases? Do you, did you catch that? I don't, wait, what? Wait, does, does he get to kind of choose what the face looks like? I'm confused. Here. Yeah, so you're referring to uh, when he started ripping her face off. <laughs> yeah, when he put his yeah. claws in her face. That was when I thought that it's kind of amped up a little bit. Um, I don't know really what he was doing. Uh, that's what I was confused on. I was like, is he forming his own sister's face? Because I couldn't honestly, like, she didn't look that different, right? She just had yeah. more like paintings. More yeah. like you know how they've got kind of those marks on their face. She didn't have those before, now she yeah. did. The red like markings and stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> then we get another overview of the family, the Adams family, and it's the, the spider demons. Just you know, Sid's toys there again, and every time I see him, I just laugh. So it's many, just so funny. Yeah, he's just there by himself, hanging from a web, you know. And so many chicks, so many chicks. But you, but you got him and the father. They're like such outliers. And how do you think those came to be? Was he like experimenting? Or was it a case where like not that many dudes come running in here? I don't, maybe because his like blood demon art is webs. Like that's why they all have spider qualities. He's turning them into like those spider qualities. So now it makes sense why they all have that quality. Do you think there's like a highly more proportionate amount of women that are demons compared to men in this family? Yes. Well, no, like in in this world, or do you think it's a pretty fifty fifty <sighs> split? It's a good question. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. So I put right here, this guy's basically an abusive, cheaper by the dozen father, except he's not the father of the family. Well, right. Um, but he is. But he, he doesn't he call is, himself. But he doesn't want to be. He's like, mole, yeah, he's the father figure, but he made himself a brother. Yeah. He's very manipulative. Don't even get um, me. Don't even have me start drawing the family tree. All right, I won't do it. Yeah, we then have one of the sisters, though, not the one that we've seen just get turned. She's starting to catch on to how weird, how weird things are going. <laughs> um, maybe this yeah. isn't the right way. Yeah, at one point she's um, like, you know, I don't think most families are like this. <laughs> um, and she tells her she's like, let's run away. And this is when we see this, you know snitch bitch she agrees to it and i thought she was all about it i was like oh wow this is cool <laughs> this is where i forgot this is where i completely forgot that i've already seen this episode i was like oh wow good for her she's running away well not only that but but let me go back because i was the one or i said like i'm i'm not saying i'm a genius or anything because i'm pretty sure you said it in the episode that he had multiple sisters and was just like going through them like nothing. Turns out he had a bunch of sisters at one time, and I guess I think a lot of them are dead. Is how I take it at this point. Okay. Um, but you were like, "Oh, really? Were you acting, or did you forget that he had this many sisters?" Completely forgot. Okay. <laughs> Completely forgot. Um, they then take off to where they're met with. Is it Rui or Rui? I say Rui. Okay, Rui. They meet Rui at the bottom of the hill, okay? And this is where I thought, I was like, oh, shit, she gets in trouble here, yada, yada. Turns out... Well, I also like the point, they had a good plan, because one of them was like, oh, I even know one will go, like, at the beginning of every... I think they said something about the moon, I felt like. Like, oh, once the moon yep. cracks dawn... Anything with the every moon Every time a good plan. the moon hits that certain point where the moon's like that, he goes down to talk to that other man, talking about Muzan... So I was like, oh, okay. So there's a little pattern. Muzan's doing monthly checks, or, you know, I'm thinking it's monthly Ooh. checks, to keep uh, keep an eye on things. Keep the 12 moons in line? Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a case where we can just cancel, because he clearly did not go to that meeting, because he heard some other stuff going on. I kind of like that. It's kind of like, uh... They're almost like territory lords. Like this guy's like the t he's a territory lord of this mountain. Yeah. This, this region. The twelve moons might actually have their own region, and then some of them are just way stronger than the others. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that. 
He's like a king, basically, and all these other, they're like yeah. the lords and ladies, but mm-hmm. they have to swear fealty. It's it's kind of like a medieval Game of Thrones stuff. You wouldn't understand it. Yeah, I would not. My parents didn't let me watch that. It turns out this was a setup, though. Boy, was it. My God. I Can was Imagine the sick feeling that you would feel. First, the sick feeling that you would feel just running up onto him. And then, I think I would just like... The George Soros of all George Soroses. What's that? That's a deep take. I don't know if anybody will catch that. Okay. So we're just going to let it yeah, lie? we're just going to let it lie. If someone gets that, let Chaz know. Um... But yeah, and then once she creeps over to stand next to him, isn't that always funny too? How they do that in like TV or movies? Like why you could stay standing where you are and just like look at him and be like, oh, by the way. But they always just like slowly walk over and it's like, <gasps> no way. <laughs> why did she do this, Ronnie? Oh, because she's brainwashed, bro. Okay, there you go. That's all you need to know right there. She's brainwashed. What I was going to say about that is George Soros was a Jew who would turn in other Jews to the Nazis. Gotcha. Apparently. Fuck you, George. Don't don't kill us, George. I know you got a lot of power. He's still alive. Um, so yeah, it was a setup. And this, of course, as soon as we find out it's a setup, he rings this bitch up and just leaves oh. her out to dry in the sun. To just bathe and bask in the sun. And as we know, demons don't, they're not very compatible with the sun. Yeah, they don't, they do not like tanning. Yeah, I, I mean, she was wrapped up, dude. Yeah, he fucked her up. Like, I don't even, like, he didn't even, it was like he just splooged some web and however it tangled up, it tangled up. It was basically like he took a slinky and just, fucked it up on purpose and then that would put her in the middle of it if he's doing this to demons imagine what muzon has done if he's that much more powerful than everybody like what he could do to any of them what he could do i think is the thing because i think the difference between this guy and muzon is first of all muzon it's the um you know it's the bad guy trope of eventually he can hit a certain roof where he breaks out and becomes absolutely crazy but 99% of the time, he's going to be way more calm. And he's calculated. not going to be as insane, more calculated, and just a pure power. You know, he's not going to be all fancy with it, I don't feel okay. like. He's not all yeah. about making shows, unless it is with maybe the other 12 moons. If one of them, you know, try and do some funny business, he might make an example out of them. But, you know, just yeah. your regular guy. Yeah, so Rui is got more of a childish mentality mm-hmm. too. So, we cut back to normal time where she eventually runs into one of the rooks that we've seen that is somehow still alive and she uses her technique which is a yarn technique, okay? What did you think about this yarn? So, it was at this point and I might be getting a little bit ahead but she starts talking about um I forget exactly what she some sort of like poison acid technique with it yeah um and i just wanted to say all the dark spooky stuff hits way harder when you aren't jumping from a scene where zenitsu is crying with snot coming out of his nose because he like stepped on a stick 
it's like we've talked about this before like oh i think it would be better and this episode is the first time they really do it and i was just i think that's why it's like yeah last episode was my favorite and i think this one just upped it again if that makes because it's just you can really sit down and all the i mean yeah. think about it, ripping faces off tying little girls up in webs that are like slicing her extremities until she burns from the sun putting once again i don't believe this i don't care how much of a demon slayer this guy is he looks like he's 13 he's in a ball that's filling up with acid that's going to melt him down it's just it's brutal and it's so weird the show is so weird because like you said the zenitsu stuff you never know what line it wants to go like does it want to go to the 10 year old audience or the audience of just straight horror and you could even do like I thought. There's sometimes even though I play on the facade of like, oh, it's all bugs me. Like when he's chasing around Nezuko or whatever, that stuff was genuinely funny. But they didn't go from like that to mm-hmm. something like this. You can't jerk me around like that, you know. Ew. You did that. Don't. She's a yarnist though. She uses her yarn. Another classic technique. Okay, we've seen this many times before. Have we? <laughs> Um, I think my grandma's a yarnist. So, Shinobu, beautiful Shinobu, appears out of nowhere and says, that's a nice technique. And what a lovely moon we have out tonight. I love how she just throws that in there, too. I don't know where to say this in your notes, so I'm just going to go and say it now. I've never gone, especially in this show specifically, but even in other shows... I've never gone zero to 100 on a character so quick than I did Shinobu this episode. Okay. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) The way that her butterfly kimono looks like wings as she's dodging attacks. Uh She's not flying. She's just jumping around. Yeah, it's just the kimono. I noticed that at one point. I was like, oh, she doesn't even have wings. Yeah, she doesn't have wings. She's just jumping around. Using her legs, not even, and her, it covers her arms. Like, she does it purposely where her arms are, like, tucked into where it looks like wings. Yeah. So, it's so fucking gorgeous. It's cute. I love her. You know, Butterfly Girl completely outclasses this snitch, okay? She has no chance, really. Um, and then she uses the line that, you know, as she realizes, oh, this person's gonna fuck me up. She starts saying, oh, I was forced to do this. You know, I was forced against my will to do this. I didn't want to, even though we saw how she was yeah. a complete and utter snitch. It's like, snitch. oh, you literally could have escaped. Yeah. That's when Shinobu says that she'll help. She, you know, looks with those purple eyes deep into her eyes and oh. says, okay, I'll help. Um, and then she goes, I just have a question, though. How many have you killed to where this demon lady said, answers five? Which is just utter horse shit. Yeah. I don't know where you get the five, five number in. Five tonight? Yeah. It's like five. And then that's when we get the little sinister side of. And Shinobu. also, ever heard of like third degree murder where you just, you helped? Because if that were counting those, really sending those numbers up. How many, what's the jail time for third degree? I bet it's, you know, not light, I wouldn't think. But I mean, that's what she did with, uh, the other girl. I mean, that's third degree oh, murder. Yeah. But that was a demon, though. I think Shinobu is specifically asking about humans. I so mean, that's... Okay. Yeah. Got me on that technicality. You gotta check. <laughs> so then that's when Shinobu estimates that 
she saw about 14 humans liquefied in those yarn balls on the way here. And she wants to know the exact numbers so she can get the proper punishment for her and then to have her reborn. What is up with that? She wants her reborn. By the way, third degree murder is not. I didn't think so. When you said that, it didn't sound right. Um, yeah, you actually have to kill some someone somehow to do third degree murder, hence why it's called murder. Um, but she basically murdered. <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. Fifth degree. It's fourth degree murder. Uh, so can Chinobu set how she wants these people to be reborn? Did you catch that line? Sets how she wants she says, people uh, to be reborn. She talked about her punishment. She wants to give her proper punishment mm-hmm. and then have her reborn. Hmm. That was the exact line, and that's why I wanted to ask Interesting. you what, what that exactly meant. I don't know if she's just saying that as like another sinister way, because she's creepy here. Well, she's, butterflies, you know, they're all one with... she. Okay, what I like about her so much is she is also calm, like Giyu, but she's all about the details, and you know that I'm all about the details. So, just another character trait where I'm like, yes. The fact that she's going... She's like... How many people did you kill? First, asking questions. Good. Then she's like, well, actually, I came in and she counted. You're telling me she counted the cocoons as she walked by them? Yes. That's something that Chad would never do. (laughs) No, you're right. I would see more than one and be like, okay, that's enough. That's all I need to see. And then, speaking of the details, she goes, how should I kill you? Gouge your eyeballs out, rip out your guts, and torture you. Until you receive all of the pain and agony of the people that you've killed, Ooh. and it, I mean, she creeped me out. I'm not gonna like yeah. butterfly. I love her, but she's very creepy right here. Yeah, she might subscribe a little too heavy to the you know eye for an eye, but sometimes you know. And this is the type of woman. Sometimes that I like. people need to be blind. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. If some people are blind, it's not all bad. She then pulls out a butterfly garden effect. Um, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. How beautiful is this? Also very beautiful. It's like the more the better of a Hashira you are, you just get like more beautiful moves. Okay. Beautiful calm moves. I can yeah. And then it, we find out though she gets she hits the demon with it, and, and it's actually a poison that she hits her with. Insect breathing butterfly. Hashira is like a so okay. Now I'm a little. Does she does she hit it with the poison or is it more like? I understood the poison to be on her sword. Yeah, yeah. Like hits the demon with the sword, which has poison on it. Is what right. I mean. Yeah. But then I also know what you're talking. Like there was like a butterfly that went yeah. and floated, and like landed on her. And then it showed that. Is that just the effect? Is it just showing? I couldn't tell if that was actually like a, if that was doing the poison or if it was more like it was putting her in a trance. Okay. Like, oh, she couldn't help but look at the beauty, which distracted her long enough to use the sword, which had the poison to attack. And people might comment on this and be like, Ronnie and Chad are fucking dumbasses. And that might happen. None of this, none of these effects, the water effects, the fire effects are actually real. It's just metaphors. It's yeah. just visual. Once again, yeah. the reason I've decided and right now I'm going off of that is because when Tanji was using fire, there were, like, you could see on Ryu's face, like, fire coming at him. Yeah. His eyes got, like, wide, like, oh, shit. So, yeah. 
That's why I'm thinking that right now. It starts ravishing through. And though. she was looking at the butterfly. So it's got to yeah, be right. real. You're right. It's got to be, be real. real. She was looking at the butterfly. Yeah. They're real. It starts ravishing through the snitch demon's body. And she Ooh. says that, okay, that's when, you know, Shinobu then says, I'm the insect Hashira. Shinobu Kacho. Which is exciting because then I'm like, okay, so she's got more than just butterflies? That's true. That's not the only insect. There's so more there's, than yeah. there's more than just that insect. The staple, the staple though, is the butterfly. I'm assuming you got some favorites. I mean, butterfly is up there for me. I mean, butterfly, yeah. Um, how about like praying a, mantis? Uh, okay, that's a good one. Yep, the praying mantis is good. Uh, grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she just started like leaping. You're you're just thinking of the bug's life, aren't you? A bug's life. Well, I mean, it's an insect-based film, so I, I mean, can you name can you name an insect that's not represented in Bugs Life? No. <laughs> so, so yeah, get but out you're just like you're, this is you, ant. I'm uh, like grasshopper. Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm like uh, flick. I mean, ant. Yeah. <laughs> Ladybug. Stink bug. Yeah, I would say those are three of my favorites, though. What we named. Okay. But then that's when the demon realizes, though, that this Hashira can't actually decapitate demons. She's not strong enough. And that's when we find out that she's created this poison because she can't do that. Is it she's not strong enough, or is it just the her blade? Does she say that she's not strong enough? I mean, because her uh, blade—I mean, her her blade is awesome. Okay, maybe, maybe it is just the blade, but for some reason, I she's but she said I'm the only one that can't do it. So you would yeah. think. I don't know. But That's a it, good question. You know, their blades are like bonded to him, so yeah. she might just be saying that purely based off the... You know, are you aware of the nature of her blade? Yeah. How it's like very, very skinny, and then very at the skinny. end it's like got a little something else extra going on. So it might just be the blade, yeah. Okay. Um. So, she then kills her. She uses she wist- does. wisteria poison, and it absolutely just wrecks her. She's changing the game out here. Yeah, another I mean, this is thing you... for Shinobu. Because spoiler alert, well, it's not a spoiler alert anymore. But we were talking about it earlier. How we're like, oh yeah, you can only do it if like sunlight. You can kill a demon or with a Nichiren sword. Nope. Shinobu's like, Shinobu's like I. Dis- I reject that knowledge, and I will make my own way. So she's developed. Yeah, and I wonder too though, like if she fought Rui mm-hmm. and hit him with it. Would it instantly kill him like it did this lower level demon, or is like well he could probably breathe better? Don't forget about yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. Like you would think there's got to be a cap because she can't just scratch like every demon and then instantly kill him. Yeah, I don't know. But she then cuts out the rook out of the uh, the yarn, the yarn ball, and he's now butt naked. This stuff. And once again, she's never in a hurry. No, not at all. <laughs> Which, if you're the kid in the yarn ball. Would probably make you pretty mad, but for me, like, she wasn't in a hurry when poison was attacking Zenitsu. She wasn't in a hurry when that uh, ball was filling up with poison, melting that child's clothes. She does everything in her own time, and I respect that. And by God, man, I would be so nervous being butt naked around this woman because she is, she's lovely. Those eyes, I'd be like, oh, she's staring at me. Right. Like, and then I would say it's cold outside. Because it is colder up in the mountains. Yeah, so, no sun, no yeah. sunlight. She then realizes that Giyu must have 
beat her to the abusive family demon that the snitch was talking about. By the way, <clears throat> I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, oh, Ronnie at some point is going to say that this girl's blind because of the nature of her eyes. No. Okay. She does have those eyes that would make me think that, but I think she can just see really well at nighttime. What is up with you and your eye takes? When people have unique oh, eyes... this person's blind. This person sees good in the dark. This person sees good in the light. When people have unique eyes and their pupils aren't like other pupils, then that means that there's something funky going on with the eyes. I think this person, when it's foggy out, they can see really All right, well. All right, dude. Just, I'll be the last one laughing when it's season four, episode six, she makes a comment about how... She can see really well because of her eyes. Are you saying that because of the dilation of her eyes? The dilation of her eyes and just the midnight sky iris of them. Okay. They're, I mean, they're fucking gorgeous. They're like cat eyes. Could you imagine what would be your pickup lines to her? If Obviously, I mean, that's what... If you want to get a girl, this is Ronnie and Chaz talk right here about how to get a woman. You talk about her it's eyes. one of my favorite segments. You talk about her eyes. That's obvious. You say your eyes are as blue as the ocean. They're as brown as, you know, the carcass. I would the say the deer I'm, carcass that I just. First of all, off it would be it would be hard to look into the eyes with her. I mean, because they're so staggering. But I would say, like they're oh, as violet as my Evergarden. They go. Ooh, I love that. I would probably, I wish I could say that, but I would more likely get a little nervous and be like, oh, your eyes are cat-like. Cat-like? And that's how I'd say it. I would say cat and then pause for a second. You're like, like, like you must see good in the dark. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what I would say without even talking about the eyes. I'd just be like, I would uh, be nervous uh, to be naked around you in the uh, nighttime. She'd be like, why? <laughs> But you see really good in it, don't you? I think we did it And right. then she would just fly away. So, we then go back to Rui, Rui, who is decapitated. And he's thinking back about how he had no memories of when he used to be a human. And this is something I really liked here. He thought that if he could feel a family bond, maybe his memories would come back. The bond of a real family. And I put, I like this a lot, one, because I forgot this is how it went, but it makes him more interesting as the weird shit that he was doing. Yeah. It's one of those things where I thought, I was like, oh, his, you know, his past life must have been really rough. That's why he's making up for it now. No, he actually doesn't even remember his past life. He's trying to remember his past life right. by doing this. Let's stay tuned for next episode on that. Yeah. <clears throat> he then stares... Um, he then stares at Tanji and Nezuko, who Tanji's just huddled over. It's such a sad... Just rubbing scene. it in, I think. Yeah. And uh, he's just staring at him as he starts to slowly die. And then that's the end of the episode. Great episode. Also, one thing on Shinobu, she's she's like a pharmacist. If she wasn't demon slaying, I think she'd be a pharmacist. Oh, um, uh, where are you getting that from? Well, she talks about like the poisons and how she's like crafted poisons, and she oh, knows that's... like how much to give a dose to someone to make them do that and all this. So. Oh, is that gonna? She's gonna say that all next episode? Or are you trying to act like you've foreseen the next episode? Huh? No, I'm talking about with her poison talks. I thought that was next episode that she says that. Well, I've got it in my notes here, and I didn't like go watch that episode and come back to these notes. So either I'm really good, and I already saw that she was gonna be a pharmacist. 
or yeah, I mean, actually, that's option A is the only option. Okay. I'm just really good at my job because I didn't go back to edit okay. my notes later, and I just picked up that she's a pharmacist. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, shrug. What can I say? But that was a great episode, though. I liked it. I did, too. Which one do you like better, that one or the last one? The last one. Okay, that's fair. I yeah. mean, it's got more flashy stuff as far as... It's got more flashy stuff, and then just the bond between Tanji and Nezuko. I guess on. my whole thing is, like, while with, like, Tanji's side of things, and this is kind of... This isn't talking about last episode, because last episode, Inosuke and Zenitsu weren't in it so much. I like these two in the form of Giyu and Shinobu way more than I like Zenitsu and Inosuke mm-hmm. at this time. Yeah. I would agree to that. So I was just excited that they're bring, being brought back into the fold. I agree. Alrighty. Well, uh, that about wraps it up for this episode. You can email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Um, join the Discord. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. All Do those it. links and tags and whatever you need right down below in the description as well as our patreon patreon.com slash podcast chronic join it big things coming big things coming um love when people say that we love when the people say that it's like well we can't talk about it right now but just stay tuned and usually we make a point to not be those guys but this time gonna be it watch me doing it i've been ronnie i've been chazzy peace peace